Okay, so let me paint this picture for you. So it's been a long day at work, uh, long hours. Uh, you know, you, you've engaged with different people throughout the day. You maybe have talked a little politics, a little bit of life, a little bit of this and that. You get home. Uh, a little tired, exhausted, but there's an award show on tonight you'd love to see. Uh, it could be any one of them. It could be the Golden Globes. In this case, let's just say it was the Grammys, for instance. And you, you get there in your, your television room, and you're just all proper and sitting down. You're just ready for some entertainment, ready to break from all the nastiness out there. Yeah? Oh, uh, sure. And then... What do you have? But you have all the entertainment talking heads on there, talking politics. And in and, and politics and nasty politics, like, like not, this is like really nasty, dirty stuff. This is where we take our dirty laundry out. <laughs> we roll it over to the award show and we just throw it all out on the stage and we call it entertainment. Entertainment. Now, it doesn't matter what your views are. You need to sit home in that television room and suck it up like a big boy or girl and deal with it, yeah? (laughs) Or you have a remote there. You can change the channel, of course, yeah? We've been through this conversation before when it came to the National Football League. Same conversation, more or less, yeah? But these are the award shows. These are entertainment, things of this nature. I find it very, very interesting. And listen, I'm not talking about whether you like Trump or you don't. I don't really give a rat's petunia, okay? Whether you like Obama or not, that is not the conversation here, you see? It doesn't matter what the politics are. What I'm asking is, do you like Coca-Cola with your cornflakes? The big question on everyone's mind, it's a gender thing, or is it? World peace, religion, sex, money, politics, climate change, big business, big ideas, and big egos. Nothing is off limits. As I'm joined by some of the most accomplished and highly opinionated women from the far left, the far right, and the far reaches of the planet. This is Malcolm Out Loud, and you're listening to Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Pleasure. And so consider this a rallying call for, uh, this is going to be a rebellious conversation, I am sure, because I'll tell you right up front, I think it's a lot of BS. The fact that these entertainers get paid the kind of money they do, and we expect them to do what, you know, to deliver what we want them to deliver. Now, some people would say, well, they have opinions, Malcolm. So, you know, they should be able to say what they want. Yeah, but not on my dime. Not on my dime. You know what I mean? Hey, you know, anyways. Here on the show today, Missy Crutchfield is here. She's co-founder of Gandhi's Bee Magazine and of Gandhi Global Center for Peace. Linda Martinelli is here. She's an entrepreneur, owner, and president of Proforma Graphic Print Source. And Jennifer Breeden is here. She's an attorney specializing in international law, criminal law, U.S. foreign policy. And we are having a really great conversation coming today on life, liberty, and the Pursuit of Pleasure, Season 2 here, friends. Listen, we've been slaying it here all season long. Today will be no exception. So, ladies, I told you right up front, I don't put Coca-Cola on my cornflakes. I just simply don't. It does not taste good, you see? Yeah, yeah. And there are times in our lives where we just want to sit and be entertained, We've just had enough of the nonsense because God knows there's enough of that out there, yeah? And so, but you can't get away from it and it seems to be everywhere. And again, it's not so much, I I don't, it's not so much for me. Yeah, I'm sure we'll touch on who's in the White House. I, I get that. 
But this conversation works both ways. But when it comes to entertainment, is this the right forum? Linda Martinelli, let's start with you here on this. Is this the right forum to be able to um, bring in your politics and your dirty laundry? And, 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 what, and I, you know what I really don't understand, Linda, which I, I just cannot make sense of this at all. I mean, practically speaking, it simply does not make good business sense to me. I mean, this country is polarized enough. I mean, entertainment is supposed to alleviate or, you know, put us on a little bit of high, like, you know, taking some sort of medication for a couple hours, you know, to get away from it. Maybe a movie or something else, but by golly, it's like a disease, Linda. It is. And you're absolutely right. I, I just, there's no place for it in any of these shows. And it's the same conversation as football. For, for myself, I stopped watching these shows about two years ago. There's not a one of them I've watched now, as it happens, um, for the Grammys that just aired, I was at home and my daughter-in-law was over and somewhere somewhere in the middle of the show, she was flipping through the channels and she said, oh, the Grammys are on. And I said, okay, well, if you're going to watch that, I'm going in my room. And um, she turned it on and it was right at that point of the show that they were reading the Fire and Fury book. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, you know, the last thing I saw was Hillary, and, and they made a big deal about Hillary. Right. And I, I just had to leave the room. It's, to me, it's so insulting and hypocritical for these people to just be spewing the hatred mm -hmm. at the president of the United States, mm -hmm. regardless of who the president is. It's just not, it's not a good thing for yeah, I'm not even talking, right, you're so right. I'm not even talking, I don't even give a rat's ass who the president is. You're so right, you're so right. I mean, you know, it's respect like, well, for the office. I mean, just respect for decency to have a brain, for God's sakes. You know, Linda, I've got to tell you something. Now, that show, The Grammys, for instance, I mean, they pulled out all the stops there. They had, you know, Hillary Rodham Clinton up on the stage. I get it. And, I, of course, I'm such a big fan of hers anyways. You know that, of course. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but forget that. Forget that nonsense. It doesn't matter who they had up there. The point is in the Fire and Fury book and all that, and, of course, rubbing all the faces in it. But, but you know, James Corden. Now, I've got to tell you something. He's actually very funny. He's actually very entertaining. And, you know, when he came out on the earwaves uh, late at night on the earwaves, uh, I used to enjoy when I could, you know, when I had a moment. I, could, I, I try not to stay up that late anymore, ladies, I'll be honest with you, because I, I need to get some rest in between all this chaos. And, but I used to enjoy watching him here and there. And, of course, a lot of the night show, the comedic shows, the Jimmy Fallon's and the Corden, and, of course, the Kimmel and whoever the other one is there, um, Colby or whatever. Yeah, I mean... They're interesting, but they've become so political. Now, it, you know, in the evening time, and I used to look forward to being in the living room, having the television on, just, and I would be trying to wind down from the evening of politics all day, and God knows on the high seas, you know. And I would just be there, and then they would get all of this spewing, all of this nasty stuff. And I would just get so fed up, because their views... It's a lot of vitriol is what it is. It gets really, really ugly. It's not, it's not entertaining it, it to me, you see? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm the same way where I love music and, and I love exactly. watching movies, yeah. but I, I feel like I can't support it anymore. Exactly. And I would have loved to watch the Grammys. There was people on there that I really exactly. enjoy their performances. But when they start talking the way that they were talking, mm -hmm. I, I don't want anything to do with it. So 
hopefully down the road, somebody will get the idea. Maybe the sponsors. Um, I doubt that the actors and actresses and musicians will get will it. get it. But maybe the sponsors will get it and and stop the the whole political hatred. I mean, there, there are a lot shows. of people I know on the on, on the right side of things. Missy, let's let's let me ask you this, Missy. I, I know a lot yeah. of people who will not go to a Meryl Streep movie any further. Sure. I mean, she, she alienated a whole bunch of people with her spewing. Like, I won't go to a Streisand concert again. I won't buy her CDs. I won't listen to her garbage. Uh, and, and I used to like her crap. But I don't like her crap anymore, Missy. And I'm not interested in hearing And I'm not going to pay for her crap. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you can go on the Dixie Chicks, too. But I love the Dixie Chicks, and I didn't have a problem. I didn't, I, you know, I think it's sometimes the way that people say things. But, but you know, newsflash here. This is this is not news. This is, you know, Republicans get all ugly and spew things. The Democrats get all ugly and spew things. I actually, you know, and, I, and my biggest, my biggest issue, perhaps, with Donald Trump, Trump, President Trump, yes, we have to respect the office, is the way that his bullying kind of ugly ugly way he would deliver some of the things. But you know what? I'm, I've gotten, I'm, I'm not so upset about it anymore because it's become so cliche and it's actually become humorous. What did he say on Twitter now? He calls fake shows, fake news, fake book, fake whatever. It's, it's, it's funny now and it's been so much fodder for all these wonderful shows. It's just hysterical. I'm watching Stephen Colbert's YouTube about Melania Trump. It's, it's just, it's, it's funny. It's so you don't mind it, Missy. You don't mind it. So I don't mind it. And so to entertainment, you know, good for them. You may not agree with Meryl Streep. I may not agree with a lot of people, but you know what? She's an amazing actress, and I'm probably going to see whether I like somebody or not, unless they do something just so, so despicable, like child molesting and something like we had. Well, that's most of Hollywood, my love. I mean, what are you talking about? I mean, come on. They're all child (laughs) molesters out there, it seems. Yeah. Well, his show got canceled, and 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 so that one, the Kevin Spacey. But but I, I, you know, this is their platform. These are celebrities. They're going to say something. God bless them. They have feelings about politics, and this is America. And free speech does, thank God, exist here. So I, I think I think it's interesting. I think it's humorous. It's nothing new. And it's not going to go away. It's so just, if those same elect- people were saying things about your idol, Mr. Obama, you would be okay with that? Democrats attacked uh, uh, Trump in a way like the Republicans attacked Bill mm-hmm. Clinton. Then mm-hmm. not Clinton. What he did was a flash in the pan compared to what Trump's doing. Everybody's lying. Everybody's corrupt at that level. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, everybody's lying. Everybody's corrupt. Jennifer, you you hear this? Um, and Missy, and I'm glad she took that position that she defends it. I wasn't sure where you'd go on that, Missy, but uh, <laughs> but your your feelings are actually a lot of feelings of a lot of people actually. So well, you know, system is corrupt. What's that? The system is, is well. The system corrupt. is totally corrupt. We're seeing that right now with the FBI, the DOJ. I mean, right. the State Department. I mean, he- hello, Margaret Taylor, Houston, Houston. We got a problem. I mean, right. My golly, the whole thing is corrupt. Uh, Jennifer, I don't mean to blow your ear out there, but uh, the point <laughs> oh, is, great, great. the point is that you know, listen, I I don't do coke in my Wheaties. You know, you see, you see what I mean here, Jennifer Breeden. And but now Missy says it's okay. A lot of people kind of think with her, but I I have to think these people are losing audience share. In fact, I know they are because another story came out that said the Grammy ratings hit an all time low. Yeah, and you know, Missy actually brings up a great point. She did bring up a great point. I'm glad I'm glad she did because, you know, we are a country of free speech. We do, mm-hmm. you know, have the right to do that. And because these people are Hollywood, they're actors, they do just get a bigger audience just because of who they are. They're right. they're famous, they're celebrities and in celebrities in America, you know, celebrities reign as king. That's that's how it's kind of been, whether we like it or not. 
And, you know, we want to see them. I mean, the fact that the Kardashians can just have a show just because their name is Kardashian and it's popular is yeah. just indicative of America as a whole. And so we're going to listen to the things they say. And then it, it makes it more news. It makes it more fact that when they are against, you know, a certain political party and that's the one thing they choose to come out against, more Americans are going to watch it and are going to have to see it or going to have to hear it. It just depends on the size of the audience. You know, they're going to have a bigger audience than than, um, you know, conservative voices or things like that, because it's Hollywood, you know, they're gonna have a global audience, and they're gonna take advantage of that. And so, you know, there is a right to free speech, I'm never going to say that they, you know, they can't do that, or they can't say what they want, you know, I, I, I can't, that's the First Amendment. I mean, that's what makes this country amazing. And in some countries, they've passed down these hate speech laws, where you can't say things that are gonna, you know, hurt somebody's feelings, or be against somebody or be against their religion or be against whatever. But America's never done that. And I'm glad for that, because hate speech laws lead to much worse things so you know it's a it's a teeter-totter to kind of play on it's hard for me it's a line to walk but you know yes that means they could lose viewership so it's about us it's about us you know how much how much credence do we want to give them do we want to listen to everything they say and take that as as you know the the bible truth or do we Mm -hmm. want to you know do we want to move on and just say oh here goes hollywood again and whatever and so it's all about the americans perspective on it and i think you know i think viewership might fall Mm-hmm. Yes, more people aren't watching TV. Some people are watching it online or things like that. But I mean, mm-hmm. if the ratings are falling, if most people aren't watching it or they're walking out of the room like Linda did or things like that, I mean, I, I didn't watch it, but it was, uh, it, it's just, it's going to be indicative of how the American public looks at it or views it or cares about it. You know, yeah. whether they are going to change the channel if they start to hear politics and they just wanted to hear about movies or celebrities. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, it, it depends on what the American people see and how they feel about the, the intelligence, the intellect, or the um, political nature of of Hollywood. That's that's what it's going to depend on in the end. And Jennifer, you're absolutely right that that it is it's a free speech issue where they have the right to have free speech, and that nobody doubts that, and nobody's arguing about that. But it it's just is it smart to do it in that format? Is that what we want to see when we turn on a music or an awards show? Um, God knows that they're giving themselves awards every other minute for something, but I, I just want to see the show and the actors and their talent and what they do and how they sound, and I don't want to hear their politics, and that's either side of their politics, and to Missy's point, um, there there's absolutely no contest in um you know the the bashing of Obama as to the bashing of Trump there or Clinton. There was there's just none. I mean, nobody has ever taken the kind of bashing that Trump takes. The Los Angeles Times comes out, and you see their story there. Other presidents have battled the press, yes, but never like Trump. See, it's right there. Well, good for him for battling it. Good for him for standing up for himself and saying something. And now that we have social media where he can kind of go around the press and get to the American people, that's a good thing. And um, Malcolm, I'm, I'm going to plug my article because I have an article about this on the platform. Um, what do the FBI and the Grammys have in common was an article that I wrote last week. So it's there and people can read it. And, and it talks about these same issues. But you know what, you know, what's going on here? I I think, I think this is the brilliance of, 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 of this kind of show of what they did, because we are talking about it. Everyone is talking about Mm -hmm. it. It's making headlines. This is all the, I mean, this is a dream come true. It's a gift to TV to have this kind of thing where everybody, all of a sudden, perhaps the Grammys are more relevant than ever. Hmm, But you know, what's interesting about it is, as I was reading, I mean, page after page after page Mm -hmm. this morning of the 
both the tweets and the um, the comments to different publications about what happened at the Grammys. And I would say 98% were negative. And I, I mean, we, we could the people read some of them. Well, there's a good point to that from a PR standpoint. Uh, mm-hmm. You're right, Missy, because in the agency world, in the advertising world, we used to always say, as long as they're talking about us, it's all good. Yeah. No matter what they say, Missy, it doesn't really matter, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, good, bad, there's or indifferent. <clears throat> yeah. And Maybe. that's the point, though. That's the point is that we as the American people or we as the world, you know, we have that. That's on us to watch it or to not watch it. So even yeah. if it's bad talking or to give it power or to give it all this stuff. And so when we, you know, when we talk about it, it is doing that and that's that's kind of the place that we need to get in now you know when are we going to stop because there are a lot of people that might hate a lot of things uh actors are doing right now but aren't going to stop watching their movies or shows right. like you malcolm that they're okay with corn in their corn wait coke in their cornflakes you know it doesn't even matter coke and all their cereals because they uh, want you know they, they still like the movies they don't want to stop seeing movies they don't want to stop being entertained and i'm sure there's mm-hmm. some kind of like inner turmoil there and some of these mm-hmm. people that are so angry about what hollywood's saying right. but cannot stop their tv and their movies well there is there, there's a there's a good sector of the popula- population now that have turned it all off and they they've turned including football as you say uh they're not watching these things at all and it's it just what I really am thinking here that I, 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 I toss at you all to let's let's hash this out. So if you're a corporate executive and you're in one of these conglomerate companies, you're running one of these companies and your celebritars or are out in the front there doing their thing or singers, entertainers, whatever players, and they are crossing the lines and making it all political, making a good percentage of the population uncomfortable. I, I got to think at some point, I mean, I don't know, but unless you have a real strong agenda to want it a certain way, and that's more important to you than money, I would think you would call the players in and say, hey, listen, listen, friends, cats, sit down here. Now, what are you doing? You're pissing off 49% or 53% or some percent of the audience. Why do you, we're not a political show here. What are you doing? Do you want a political show? Okay, let's get you a political show. Other than that, shut the hell up, take your head, remove it from the center of your ass, and let's get on with what you're paid to do! And Malcolm, yeah. art and we'll be right is back. political. The goal is to deliver a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world to unite people from all backgrounds and beliefs in an effort to advance humanity. News blogs, informative podcasts, and entertaining videos. It's AmericaOutloud.com, where the conversation never ends. With 24-7 streaming on our free apps on both Android and Apple. Welcome to the new era in communications, America Out Loud Talk Radio. So again, as I said about removing your head for you know where exactly. Uh, so again, if I'm a corporate executive and I've got players I'm paying, I'm people I'm paying to entertain or do whatever they're going to do or play football or what have you. And they're out there, you know, doing what I'm not paying them to do. Yeah, I'm going to call them in my corporate boardroom and I'm going to call them on it. Now, what's happening out here is there seems to be a bigger agenda at play. And it really is an odd sort of thing. Now, you know, our co-host today, Missy Crutchfield, she said, 
says, you know, Malcolm, get over it. It's perfectly legit. It's fine. Now, granted, I'm going to say to Missy, yeah, well, yeah, we know it's, they're not going to get, it's not criminal. Uh, you, you say, well, we got the free speech. We can say what we want. But, but of course they can say what they want. Idiots are idiots with a capital I. It doesn't change. I get that. It's okay. <laughs> You know, I, I get it. I get it. But, what, you know, you're still working for me, and I'm going to tell you to remove your head from your you-know-what. <laughs> but they don't have political. a corporate boss. They don't have a corporate boss, so it's not a corporation where your boss can sit you down and say, hey, you're going to be fired. They have unlimited income, a lot of these people. Mm-hmm. And so until they stop having unlimited income, until they stop getting the money and stop getting the audience, right. then they're going to keep talking. But they have contracts, Jennifer. They more ears. But they have contracts, okay. love. They've signed contracts with the studio. Right. Let me say something here. Music is political. Music, lyrics, the industry, they, they're dry. rap. You know, it's yeah. You're, you're right. It is. You're right. It is. You're, you're, I forgot, Missy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm walking down the street. Yeah. 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 I shot line. that hoe. Yeah. 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 I shot that hoe. Oh, oh. I'm walking down the street. Did you see that bitch? Bitch. Bitch. Yeah. She was doing. I mean. Well, yeah. You're right. Okay. It is a little political. Okay, yeah. You've got Christian hip hop and rap too. You can find the dark, you can find the light, but you can absolutely find the political. And and if you make the show just about fluff, then, you know, sell it to Disney and call it another show. But, you know, the Grammys have always had these political moments. If they take a hit big enough, if people stop talking about Listen, it. Listen, I used to watch Disney until we found the Little Mermaid was screwing Pinocchio. Then it all stopped there, Missy <laughs> Crutchfield. <laughs> You know what? Um, you know he was do- he was doing a lot of things with that nose of his. So. Yeah. Any of it, I I I rest I, I rest my case, Your Honor. That is a word picture we don't need, Malcolm. <laughs> no, I think it's I'm a fabulous the picture. Of lies he had to tell. <laughs> the lies. There you go, Jen. Yo, he was probably it's Jennifer. He was probably the original sexual pervert. He could yeah. have been Pinocchio. Yeah. Oh gosh. No. Your Just, minds have been tainted forever, right? That's all sorts of Moving <laughs> right along. <laughs> Back to music. Wait, wait, that's how we got there in the first place. I was just singing to you, that's all. Uh, I've lost my composure. Go ahead, ladies. (laughs) As you were. But it is. Missy's right. It has always been this art form where it's, you know, and but they, uh, they will talk about politics. I'm just thinking of some songs like Modest Yahoo is one of my favorite. He's the Hasidic Jew, uh, Jewish rapper, the, yeah. you know, white yeah. Jewish rapper. And I That's love fun. like one day his songs. I, I love his music. And um, so there are a lot of those where, you know, they come out and you hear a song and you're like, yes, that's awesome. Why can't we do that? Yeah. Or things like that, you know, and it's like so. So we hear these kinds of things. But of course, I mean, there's the the other political stuff and and now it's just coming out in the on the music avenues so i would have liked to hear i think more that there was more about the music and the importance of music being that universal language because it is a universal Mm -hmm. language Right. Mm -hmm. right and it was unfortunate that we focused on the american president i mean that's to me that i think is the biggest that was the biggest misfortune is that you take a universal language it could have been something beautiful it could have had some political underlying tone of you know let's get back together let's just be united in this whatever or something like that and, and instead of being so okay. overt just make but it the more world about is what talking about him and he has polarized exactly. the world I mean, well so, let's talk yeah. about that to missy let, let's let me dive into that with you all please okay so i can let, let i want to flip this conversation around you know i i do that pretty well missy i want to play devil's advocate with you okay yeah. because i think the president has been acting like a damn fool Okay, so yeah. Jennifer Linda, I, I, you know, I know Linda, you're a big fan of his and what have you. Uh, Jennifer, I think mm-hmm. you think he's doing some pretty interesting things. So, but mm-hmm. let me say this to you: 
so, so I stop to think and say, okay, why are things like, you know, I don't like the word polarizing because it's, it's used so much. Again, it's like whatever. But it is incredibly hostile out there. Let's use hostile. It is really yeah. hostile. Okay. Now, it was a little hostile with Obama in office as well. I mean, they clearly didn't like Obama and his policies. Had nothing to do with the fact he was the first black president. It had zero to do with zero. I mean, it had to do with zero that he, a lot of people thought he was a buffoon with horrible policies. I mean, which is how you criticize a president. I get that. I get As they're criticizing the dude in there now. Uh, so we understand that. But, but here's the thing, this Trump thing. I mean, he comes out the other day, and he's having a feud with the Adam Schiff, okay? Uh, the, the uh, you know, the, uh, uh, as you know, the congressman who is uh, on the committee here uh, of intelligence. And I, I always use the word intelligence in a very um, not glorifying way when it comes to politicians, ladies. You see, I mean, you, you have a committee of intelligence. There is no intelligence up there, it seems. It's really hard to find it anyways. But he comes out in a tweet, and he says, he calls him, here we go again, ladies, Little Adam Schiff, just like he did with Little Marco Ru- Rubio. Remember in the campaign, when he was mm-hmm. doing the campaign? Mm-hmm. And, you know, He had all these names, you know. Ener- Energy Jeb Bush. So back to the bully. So I, I just I want to ask Linda because I want to see if Linda can defend this, and then we'll ask Jennifer, and then and then uh, Missy can have her parade and, and, and piss all over the parade here in just a minute here. Uh, but let's go to Linda oh. first and ask Linda here and say, uh, L- Linda, I mean, it, it, correct me on this. It, does this help things out? You talk about you know why does he do that, little Adam Schiff? I mean, like what is that about? I don't know what it's about, Malcolm. It's it's not pretty, and Stupid. and I don't defend it. Um, what right, I good. what I also what I also don't defend is somebody like Adam Schiff trying to hypocritically get dirt from some fake radio show people mm-hmm. that are calling him up, trying to sell him mm-hmm. things about uh, naked Trump that didn't exist, mm-hmm. and he's all over that while he's criticizing Trump's son. I I can understand from... But how does that help the president to do that, does, no matter it, what he does? Yeah, you know? It doesn't help him. It does. I mean, it absolutely doesn't stupid. help him. I, I just think that that's probably the the, the way that he, he grew up in hardscrabble New York. I don't know. I guess. I, I don't it, you know, Linda, it. it's, like, it's, it's nothing but a kid's playground. I mean, it, you know, it really is, honey. I mean, we're sitting on the playground. Yeah. Oh, Johnny! He took my lines! I mean, they're like, the, they need spankings. You need somebody to put them on their knee, give them a spanking. Jennifer, who, who can give these guys a spanking? Well, I think that's what he's attempting to do. So I'm going to give this the caveat, the, the good old warning in the beginning, that this is not um, this is not a condoning, this is not a defense, this is not that I agree and I'm applauding mm-hmm. Trump in any way, but I think I'm going to try to explain what he's doing here. Okay, right. So here you have Adam Schiff. Um, who is, you know, sending probably, probably 72 hours a day. I mean, I'm saying night waking hours Mm -hmm. and sleeping hours, trying to come up with these memos, come up with these excuses, (laughs) come up with these things, trying to draft things, trying to find evidence, trying to find intelligence, getting his aides on, getting his, you know, partners in Congress on. He is trying to find everything he can to come up with what can only be presumed to be, you know, 100 to 500 page 
you know, memos to support the memo, you know, and, and other kinds of documentation against Trump. He's doing all this stuff and all these people against him. If we go back to the primaries, you have Rubio that was doing very well in the polls. In fact, in the primaries, he was the only um, leader right. that was polled uh, right. would be able to beat Hillary Clinton. Right. And um, so doing very well in the polls. And so he's doing all this back raking research, you know, staying up all night, trying to find all this research, doing all this. But in one 140 character tweet, Trump put the picture in people's minds. He does this. It's like a marketing tactic, I guess, mm-hmm. or something he puts in 140 characters without, you know, hundreds of pages of research. He does one thing that puts this picture in people's minds because he knows he has an audience, just like the people at the Grammys, mm-hmm. that say, little Marco, yeah, he is younger. Oh, and Trump looks down to him, so shouldn't our president be somebody that's not little? Mm. Little Adam Schiff. Oh, right. our president looks down to little Adam Schiff, mm. so that means that he probably just knows more than him, and he's younger, and he's trying to fight back, mm-hmm. and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it's putting these people in these minds that, oh, they're not, they're not even contenders. They're not even in the same path as contending. It's just... One that's trying to do all this work and the other one just calling him out on it. Like, oh, that's cute little guy. You, you go run along and play now. That's the picture in people's minds he's painting. So that's just the explanation. It doesn't say I'm defending it in any way. But I think that's, you know, whenever I see that, I'm like, that's what he's doing. He's doing a lot less work to show that this is not an equal playing field kind of thing. And I, and I think that that is such a good point, Jennifer, because th- these these people are working day and night to destroy him. And he comes back with a tweet like that and and just kind of takes all the wind out of their sails, which I actually think is great. I, I still am not, you know what, Malcolm, I'm not uncomfortable with it and I'm not comfortable with it. I It's different, um, but I would rather see it right out there in my face like that than I would the, the devious corruption that has been behind the scenes for the last eight years. Do you think, Missy, that we would have seen the way the president does this? You call it bullying, Missy, I believe. Yeah. Right? Bullying. Okay. So bullying. The, the way he bullies and the way he uses social media, and as Jennifer Breeden just said, it's kind of probably a fairly brilliant marketing strategy. It's probably how he won the White House. So let me let me keep going here. If it is. If it is a brilliant marketing strategy or what have you, I am wondering aloud here, Missy Crutchfield, is if a previous president had done that, uh, you know, I don't know, George W. Bush, if that was his tactic or Bill Clinton's tactic or Ronald Reagan's tactic or what have you, would they have been as successful as Donald Trump is in doing that, do you think? I, I, you know, I, I think Bill Bill Clinton's um Maybe his big mistake now in retrospect is he didn't tell the big lies. Trump just keeps putting out these huge lies. It's like Hitler, you know, the big lie. And it's so big that people are like, there's got to be some truth in it. It's, 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 it's crazy. And then you just belittle. It's just basic bullying 101. Little Adam, I'm a big guy. I'll do it. I'm going to pick up. What's the big lie bullet. he put out there, Missy? What's the biggest lie he put Hitler? Out there? Oh, just blaming that. I no, mean, no. Just, uh, Trump. Trump. Talking. I don't give a shit about oh, Hitler. Trump? Trump. Oh, just a... Just the just the talk about uh, belittling people constantly. Yeah, but that's not the biggest the, lie. The media, you just the said the biggest news, lie. The, the, oh no! Well, come on, Missy. They are fake. I mean, it's like it's like a come on. It's like they. But, and and you talk about the liberal media. Fox is king in the media. Fox isn't liberal. I mean, we're we're living. We keep living this. Perhaps a long time ago, the media mm-hmm. was more liberal. I mean, God bless liberal media to try to wake people up and and talk about you know ideal 
reels of of you know beautiful things that you know maybe we don't want to go completely all the way liberal but at least it keeps a balance we keep some kind of center but he keeps he keeps pointing his finger at people and 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 books and media and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know who knows and and calling them fake news this isn't true it's a lie it's a lie every other thing the 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 twitter it's a lie i mean it just this is just constantly what he's focusing on and then he bullies and then he's polarized the world i mean look at immigration look at women's rights look at you know big big money he's all about that look at the big mouth and the bullying and the anti-muslim i mean he has polarized the world and by the way one of his big successes about the stock market and everything boy he almost had or had cake in his face or pie in his face or whatever the saying is but the split screen and he's talking about all the great things in the economy and the economy is crashing Oh my gosh, Missy, I couldn't disagree with you on everything you just I said more. Linda. I, I understand. We're not on the same page. We have respect for each other. No, just like I, absolutely. But, but, but you know, is, is the media not bullying? Are, are, is Hollywood not bullying? If you can say that Trump That's is bullying the do. media, the media, ninety over 90% yeah. is, is negative like about Trump and the media. How can you say that? Trump He's is the one bullying. the office without integrity. I've never oh. seen, experienced, or read of a president that has had less couth. I mean, See, I think we're, all kinds okay. of money on the big plane. All right, all right. I think we're on. His mouth is so foul. Okay. We're, I think we're on to a big point here, and, and it is that if you look at why is it so bad? Why is it this way? Why is the hatred so so vivid in your face why is it what you know, people say well why do they hate trump so much why is trump now uh, let me ask you jennifer missy is saying well look at the man look at what he's done now, i bring up that one tweet but this is a regular occurrence for this sort of thing so what i'm saying now is you know i i think what missy would say back to me is uh, listen if, if missy and i were having a cup of coffee out missy which we will do someday in person i hope mm-hmm. and but if we're sitting there talking missy and we would say well we would probably agree and say well you know malcolm you, you know missy you have to you know uh, in order to um, earn respect, you have to get respect to earn it. You have to get give it to earn it, right? Is that right, Missy? You have to give it to earn it, respect? Yes, and, and I do want to say one, I do want, yes, and I do want to say one thing, mm-hmm. and I believe that Trump is, I don't blame him for everything. He, what he's doing is he's resonating with so many people and so much anger and so much frustration in the country. So he is a symptom is. of a, of a much bigger. There it is. Missy just hit it right there. Now stop right there. Stop the production right there. Everybody listen to what she just said. Resonating. Listen to that 25 syllable word. Listen to it. Okay. Because here's what's happened. Jennifer, Linda, here's what's happened. The country got to such a point that people were so fed up of all of this craziness over the years. Now, what the, what Missy will not admit to is that the previous administration contributed to a lot of that and the one before that, Bush and Obama. In fact, if you take the Cl- Bush, Clinton, Bush, Obama, that, w- that could all be one administration. That would be dumb, dumber, dumbest, and dumb, dumb, dummy. I mean, th- those, were the, those four administrations, I think, set our country back 50 years at least. I, I believe that. You know? I agree. So I think Democrat and Republican, I think, I think we haven't With had all anything. The good and the- 
bad all bleed into Listen, all of the I think it all sucks. Clark <clears throat> really brings the hostages back. Bush takes credit for it. Well, they're all, they, listen, they, you can't even stand. I did not have sex with that woman. And Trump's had sex with everybody. So and what? Like, so I what? I mean, <laughs> so what? So the man likes to have sex. He's not going to hell for that. Why didn't we Certainly say not with a White House intern. And he didn't use a cigar in the Oval Office, Missy. How bad can it be? Big deal. He's the president. He's big deal. Power it's always big deal when the shoe is on the other foot. Right. Just, just as a business owner, I, I will say that mm. I was astounded this week mm-hmm. um, when I gave my payroll out to my employees yeah. to see oh, how much more they got on their paycheck. What happened? What happened? What what, what happened? What, what, how was you astounded? What happened? No, I mean, no, don't, don't keep me waiting, Linda. Tell me what happened, please. Checks, their paychecks were so much more money. Right, right. All of a sudden, everybody got a raise. And and those are the things just that I look at to say, oh, my gosh, here's something that makes a difference to real Americans. Linda, real it was people. a decent enough raise that they noticed it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. I wondered that, Linda. I'm so glad you said that. And you know, ladies, I got to tell you something. And uh, Linda, and on your point there, you know, the government is so in our lives. And this is again back to those fabulous liberal policies that Missy oozes and says, "Oh, the world is just fabulous. More liberal, liberal, liberal." It's like an entertainment show in the theater, friends. Liberal, liberal, liberal. Bring it out, bring it out. You know. It's like when you go to the yeah, center. Well, let's look at the center, love. But don't throw me all that liberal stuff because I got to say to you, love, that, you know, it's like when you go to the gas pump. Now, if the government got their hand, their heavy, heavy, heavy hand off the gas pump, do you know what the price of gas would be? <laughs> and in California, you need to take out a mortgage, a second mortgage to be able to put gas in the car. I mean, you know, it's ridiculous. The world is, people talk about how I go to the Middle East a lot. Try getting gas in Iraq. That's the best thing in the entire world, man. Five dollars fill up fill up a huge tank. I mean, my goodness, it's right there. It's cheap, I right? I'm right over probably a gas field, but it's still. See, thing. there is an advantage to move to Iraq. Well, that's uh, almost a gallon in California. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This could be a tourism spot for Iraq. Move to Iraq. Gas is cheap. <laughs> I say that with Kurdistan, you know, technically it's still in Iraq, but yeah. Right, right, right. There's no silver bullet. There's there's problems everywhere. Trump is a symptom of the, all the anger. Well, resonating. I, I, hold on. I, but I, I, I want to do this here. I want everybody to think about what Missy just said, because we are just, we're finding the bigger problem here. Through all of the discussions we just had. So, Missy, you and I would agree the president crosses the line with his bullying and tweets or whatever you want to call it. In fact, most of the people I know and talk to believe he does that. Now, there are some who say, eh, so what? Well, you know what? It's the same as the entertainers and the others that you sort of defended a little bit, Missy. You say, well, you know, they have the right to do all that. Yeah, so what? Yeah. Okay, got it. I understand. So they're all in the version of so what? So, like, does anything really matter anymore? No, no, it doesn't really matter because we have no civility anymore. And then we all sit home and we're mesmerized by all this bullshit from politics politics to entertainment and you want to know why the hell is the, the world is going to hell in a handbag as you say and the country is oh we're all in trouble ha, la, 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 la. and yet it's all okay but they can all spew garbage at each other and we're going to sit back here and like it and listen to it and then you say well you know what i think the reason trump might be doing good is potentially he might be resonating you bet your bucket sweet old southern assets resonating with people Our because people are, are fed up What's Our that? values are twisted. Our priorities are out of order. The same thing is ruling today that always has, and that's power, greed, money. 
the Out Loud Perspective awaits you in life, love, politics, a healthy lifestyle, your faith, personal development, and living an out loud life on AmericaOutloud.com. Blitz your news and entertainment network where you can listen 24-7 on our free apps on both Android and Apple. Welcome to the new era in communications, America Out Loud Talk Radio. Think back to the last time you felt healthy and energized. The best times of our lives occur when we're at the peak of our health, sleeping better, full of energy and focus. We know that fades with age, and you might be feeling the effects of aging as low energy and poor sleep. But it doesn't have to be that way. There haven't been any nutrition systems designed to rejuvenate our bodies as we get older until now. Healthy Cell Pro is the only multinutrient system that impacts the building block of your body, the cell. Created by anti-aging expert and Nobel Prize nominee, Dr. Vincent Giampapa, award-winning Healthy Cell Pro cuts through the complexity of nutrition supplements by simply giving you the purest ingredients, filling dietary gaps to nourish your cells and enhance your quality of life for optimal performance. Visit HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for an exclusive discount or call 844-869-9958. You are back with Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Pleasure. We're joined today with Missy Crutchfield, the Magnificent, and with Linda Martinelli, a CEO, an incredible woman, and myself, Jennifer Breeden, an attorney specializing in international law and foreign policy, and of course, our fearless host, Malcolm Out Loud. And, you know, we're talking today, uh, we started with the Grammys, we've gone on, of course, to to these political dialogues. But one of the things I was thinking, we we're talking about resonating with the people and how Trump has resonated with the people. Right. And it's it's really fantastic to see how not only in these tweets, I don't know, I, I'd wonder from these other two ladies how with uh, some of these tweets, I wonder if even the people that don't agree with what he says in his tweet, if it's uh, if it's just the fact that they finally understand the news that's coming out, you know, because you've had all these things about this memo. And when I talk to everyday Americans, nobody understands these memos, the Republican memo, the Democrat memo. No one's read through them. No one really gets it. We get that there's corruption going on there, but we don't really get the, the purpose of the memo. And then one tweet from Trump, even if we think it's silly or bullying, suddenly Americans are like, OK, that makes sense. It's some guy named this doing this. And it's the only thing about this entire memo, Justice Department, anything that makes sense and it's the first time in political history where all these huge political stories come out and suddenly it's uh it's starting to make sense with just one little tweet even if it's not painting the entire picture i don't know that's one of the things i've thought and i've wondered what what you ladies think on that well, i think it makes us pay attention and by the way i have read um at least the one memo that's out and it's it's very incriminating and very interesting uh, i also Jennifer would like to comment just for a moment on the immigration thing, because I know um, Missy had mentioned the, the immigration and how Trump is unfair with it. But the offer that he's made on immigration is far better than any offer that Obama ever made to to get more people involved, get more people uh, a path to lega legality with the with the uh, dreamers. And that's it. it's just not true that. Trump is worse on immigration than Obama was. Just he's getting no cooperation whatsoever from any of the Democrats. And we just can't stay divided like this. I don't know what the solution is because it's it's we're just at such a stalemate in the country. But 
maybe the 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 tweets just they they just bring it home. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't listen to them, so I don't I don't really get involved unless we have a conversation like this and and everybody's tweets because there's just no time in the day I'm working. <laughs> I wonder because you know I've always I've always seen these uh, political studies and things like that from history where it's a pendulum. It's this pendulum swing. Yes. And, and if it's, if the pendulum starts to go more, then it goes more in the other direction. Right. And people say that that started well before Obama where, um, you know, with Bush and I don't even know with Clinton, um, but maybe perhaps then, but I know with George W and then with, um, with Obama. So this pendulum started going. And then I think the pendulum from Obama, you know, was what led to Trump. And so I wonder like Missy, I don't know. I've wondered what you think with that, you know, is there ever hope for us to find common ground or to even establish, you know, heaven forbid another party or another something to, at least try to find common ground on some of these items because it seems like no political party can find common ground on any. Yeah, it's it's true, Jennifer. I I feel that. Um, well, I agree with you. The pendulum swung one way, and then all of a sudden, now it's like all the way on the other end. I do want to say that I feel Trump doesn't represent the people. Um, he represents a lot of people. And maybe one of the good things that comes out of this is that uh, you got to let some of the steam out. There's so much hate and anger and frustration. And yeah, there's a lot of racism and a ton of bigotry and people are afraid for their pocketbooks and their insurance and who knows what. That's a that's a culmination of not just Obama. A lot of it belongs to the way that this campaign was run. And even in one year, even though just one year of, of the Trump administration is is not, I mean, let's see, we'll evaluate a lot at the end of the term, but it all bleeds into each other. The administrations and the pendulum swings back and forth. Is it ever going to get to the middle? Well, I think it's headed back that way. And by the end of his term, I believe that we'll be probably closer to that. And then the next decision, who knows what will happen and who knows where the market is and who knows where the country is. Well, globally. actually, Missy, that that's a great point you have here because one of the most interesting things about our country historically now okay is if you look at historically our our population you know our politics and population over the past eh, you know 100 200 years even right the, the, the pendulum swing. And I, it's funny you say that because I often use that same expression that this country has a real uh sensibility in itself to be able to swing back. I've seen it time and time again. When it goes too far one way, and back to what you always say, Missy, about, well, where's the center of this thing? Yeah. Because, you know, we're always putting everything, you know, you like you, you always, um, you, you're very outspoken about the box. You hate putting everybody in boxes, I think. And, and I think yeah. every, probably, yeah. Jennifer, you and Linda would agree with that, right? I mean, we don't like the box thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're right. this, you're Nobody that, does. you're the other, right? right? But with all that said, there's this another thing that really irritates me back to that pendulum swinging back and forth. It's almost like some of these people, when they're on some of the broadcast and some of the things, it's like they're, they're either a liberal or a conservative or a this or that Republican or Democrat or a moderate. And a moderate is like it's like they've got some sort of disease. Well, that's a moderate. That's a it's almost they say it almost <laughs> like that person has a disease. Like it's a, that person's a moderate. I can't believe it. You see that Joe Manchin from West Virginia? The guy's a moderate. Oh, my God. Spread that around. It's like some sort of a virus from the Amazon he's got. <laughs> it's like we disrespect anybody who has a civil mind. Do you know what I'm saying, ladies? Yeah. Right? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, Jennifer, it's like, a, it's just no civility. So that guy's a moderate. That lady's a moderate. <gasps> it's like, can you believe that guy's a moderate? I can't believe it. 
<laughs> well, that's why I love calling myself a moderate. You know, I'm I'm totally fine being the pariah in the room. You know, I, I it doesn't make sense. My politics don't make sense to people. It doesn't make sense to people that you know I support uh, mm-hmm. moderate reformist Muslims who are trying mm-hmm. to change things. Right. I love them. I adore them. I travel mm-hmm. to be with them. Yeah. Yet I still am very open fighting against radical Islam, and I still mm-hmm. call it that mostly because I've learned those lessons from the people in the Middle East. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it, it, it's okay, and I like being misunderstood by people. I like when people are like, "Wait a minute, we thought we could put you in a box." And now we can't. It also comes to, and I, I think I thought about this, you know, I've thought about this a little bit over the past couple of shows and I, I adore Missy. I adore all the women on this show. And, and I just was wondering, it's not just Missy, it's just everything I read and everything I hear and things that I think myself is like, what, what has become more important? Because, you know, I know during the Obama years, the people that, you know, were not fans of Obama. Yes. Like when he spoke, like Mm -hmm. he was a guy, I, there were a lot of decisions he made, a lot of politics. I just, flat out did not agree with. To me, the real problem is our Congress and Senate. So if if the, the law that has been put forth here now for, say, for the Dreamers, where more people have a pathway to citizenship than ever was uh, tried for before, okay, now nobody will agree with it. So you have one side that wants to do it, one side that doesn't. And they're not going to do it only because it's Trump. Not because it's not good for the dreamers, not because it's not good for the country, but only because it's Trump. And that's what's so unfair to our country, is that the people in our Congress and Senate are stopping everything good from happening in the country just because they don't like somebody. I mean, do, do you do you see that as well, Missy? Do you see that as well? What Linda says. What more do you want? You've got both houses. No, 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 no. You need sixty votes, enough, Cinderella. Yeah, don't don't stop fudging. Votes. Missy knows yeah. better. She's just playing uh, yeah. liberal politics a moment. Get out of here, Missy. Get it. You know you need sixty votes in the Senate. Love and the Senate is so dysfunctional. Isn't funny. Yeah. So, so you're gonna you're gonna but but you elected all that. You've got you've got your you've got everything you've ever been screaming about. One. No, you want a hundred percent right. Well, it's not gonna happen. No, Missy. No. What I'm saying is that if if Obama had proposed the same law. The Democrats would have been all over it, and they—they're only not all over it because but the it's Republicans Trump. Republicans wouldn't have, but the Republicans wouldn't. It's the same thing, right? Because it's a Dem, it's a Republican, it's a—you know, yeah, that's right. That's a problem in politics. I absolutely mm-hmm. agree with that. Yeah. But it's not just yeah. now, and the Dems are the problem. No, before, it's all the time. It's yeah, the time. it's been the time. It's no, they I, didn't want Obama I, I winning either. Agree. They didn't want him it's, winning it's either. It's the same time. damn story. Right. Linda. Nobody yeah. wanted Obama. Let, let me say this. When, when Obama was elected to office, I, I know this for fact. This, this is truth, what I'm going to give you now. Within the first month, the whole program and the talking points coming from the Republicans were they were going to do everything to stop this presidency. They were going to do everything to make his policies fail. That was their talking points. Absolutely. And they did it. Well, all right. It's the same thing they're doing sides. to Trump. So what's just the shoes on the other foot? It's yeah. both sides. That's what I'm saying is yeah. none of them care about the country. No, they don't. They care about us. They don't. But here's the point I was I was thinking, and this is they a question don't. I post to myself constantly, and I think it's a question that I we're knew now you talked to yourself. I knew it. Because it was a whisper. I, I know. I do that all the time. And it, it, but it was a whisper during Kennedy. It was a whisper well. during FDR, a whisper during Kennedy, a whisper during Clinton. And I think now we brought it to the table because Trump's just louder about it. Exactly. And he's got the personality. He show. doesn't do whisper. Do we care more about the character or do we care about what they could do for the United Amen. States? Amen. Like, in terms of like an actual decision, because right. I don't think the actual decisions that Trump is making, some a lot of the things, you know, we're going to mm-hmm. see what happens with Dreamer. I was really glad to see that he wants to pass mm-hmm. something on that. We're going right. to see what happens in the next few days with that, with the Dreamer Act. And, and yeah, you know, yeah. not 
making our resources deport all these children who came here um, without any choice of their own. But I mean, these are these are some things that, you know, we're going to see this. I think he's going to allow that. He said he's going to allow that to go through. And there are people getting taking home more money. Let's just bring home take home pay. Just one point on that. Do we care more about the character, the charisma, the integrity, these facts that Obama did a little jig and a dance at a burger shop and we thought he was super cool, but then gave billions of dollars to Iran, who is now using their weapons to pour Syrian chemical gases on people in Syria. Um, mm-hmm. You know, are we, does it matter the character so much? And I think that's the point at the table now. Do we want our president to be somebody who is super smooth all the time, despite whatever decisions he makes? Or does it matter? That's a great question. That's a great, yeah, great point it, you pose there. I asked myself that. Yeah. It, it yeah. is good. And, and here, here's something that I, I hope it doesn't surprise you, but I, I, well, I don't want Trump to be unsuccessful. I promise you that because I, as our I president, I want him to do the right thing by the people. I don't particularly care for his style. Right. I think he's crass. I but but Jennifer, you make a wonderful point. I mean, we want what's best for the country, number one. Number two, but yeah, character does matter, but it's still a number two. Right. But here's something out of the box that I think we're all going to agree on some level. We need to stop as a country, as individuals and so on. We need to stop putting all of the responsibility, all of the okay, how are we going to do? It's going to lie and rest upon the president and whoever that is. Let's start taking some individual responsibility, some corporate responsibility from some small business responsibility for the health of, of our communities in our country. Let it start with us. Well, you're saying let it start with us as a movement. Instead in other words, people waiting, have to... Yeah, yeah, I mean, yes, yes, Gandhi said be the change you wish to see in the world. But, you know, instead of just blaming the president, oh, what's going to happen? Let's start looking at what yeah. we can do to make a difference. Well, and that's great coming from your mouth and your words, self-responsibility, because that's something right. a lot of the liberal doctrine does not agree with. Healthcare, so I, I applaud you for that. Healthcare wouldn't be the problem it is if we took responsibility mm-hmm. for what we ate. And, 100%. And- Amen. I agree with that. Break it down just like that. And the media wouldn't be such a big deal if we watched it or didn't watch it or sent a message about, you know, truth. And and I mean, it all changes with us Mm -hmm. and what we consume and what we buy, what we wear. That's true. true. Well, you're you're exactly right. The the power. Yes, Yes, Linda. Yep. the, The power is in the purse. Uh, the power has always been in the purse. And you make decisions as you want to make decisions. That's what I do. I mean, I don't engage with those that I don't want to engage with, um, whatever they may be. I don't put Coke. I don't put Coca-Cola on my cornflakes, ladies. You he brought it back. He brought it I back. I don't drink it. Yeah. But I love that personal responsibility. And I think that's one of the problems, though, with the Trump, Obama, with all this political, with this horrible, like this polarized way that we've made our country now and that so many people are being the, a lot of the hatred that's spewing out from both sides. I think that a lot of that is because we are putting too much pressure and we're saying that the responsibility is all in your hands. And if you don't do everything right, then my family is screwed. And whether they're believing, basing that on a lie or not, it's taking less personal responsibility. You know what? Listen, hey, I didn't vote for the guy, but I'm going to keep going to work and hey look my paycheck looks bigger that's pretty cool instead of putting so much power in the hands of washington dc let's put it back in ourselves i think we see a lot less polarization i agree totally with that missy yeah and let's not teach our children to disrespect the office of the presidency Mm. because that's only going to be it's it's going to go on for generations Mm -hmm. and you don't know who the next president's going to be and we we don't need that kind of vitriol in the country linda that is a fabulous lesson Mm -hmm. you just put out there linda that everybody should take that to heart and resonate with what linda just said 
because we are teaching our generation, this next generation, how to act and behave. Mm -hmm. And it's so true because I've seen my own two in my 14, 15, when they watch the television or they engage or they see these things happening, uh, they're taking it all in. And I know because Mm -hmm. they respond in pop cultural ways about these things that are happening. So that vitriol runs right through. And then a lot of the kids, they think it's okay to do some of the things they're doing that are not okay. And a lot of it comes from our pop culture and the way we are. So Linda brings up an outstanding point about we are. And maybe the people can teach the president some character. Well, that's a a very, very solid point here. (laughs) I, I think to your point, Missy, is this. The country got to such a point that it was willing to take a shot. It's like a Vegas game, which I'm not yeah. really a gambler, but they, they, it was a crapshoot. And they threw it on that because everybody else had messed up the game, Missy. I think you're right. And that's what they did. They said, you know what, we're going to give this guy a shot to do it because they haven't done a good job over the last 30 years. And that's what they've looked at. And so now the country was at a very big point and it had to make a big decision. Again, one thing about this country is it has always, the pendulum always seems to swing back. Very, very interesting It doesn't, thank God, it doesn't allow itself to go too far one way or the other because the extremists on the left and the extremists on the right are probably most hazardous to our Constitution and most most hazardous to a quality of life for everyone. Hey, listen, thank you for being part of this journey here. Catch us back at AmericaOutloud.com. There's a whole lot happening there. Got some very new, exciting things happening here on the platform. Some new shows, new productions coming your way. Thank you for being part of this. And thank you for telling your friends and sharing all of this great information with the rest of them. (laughs) Missy Crutchfield. Linda Martinelli, Jennifer Breeden. This is Malcolm Out Loud to be continued, friends.